episode of the BZ Powercast. We've got a pretty jam-packed show for you today. Uh, we're going to start off with a little discussion about the recently released movie, Bionicle the Legend Reborn, with uh, myself, ExoFat, and Spirit. After that, I talked to Smeagol4 about the Bionicle star sets that we've recently seen some pictures of. Following that, we have a BZ Power Q&A session where we answer some member questions. And finally, we're going to do How To BZP with Van Matron of Anger. So let's get this party started. Joining me now are uh, BZ Power staff members Spirit and Exofat, and we're going to talk a little bit about the newly released movie, Bionicle of the Legend Reborn. How's it going, guys? Oh, pretty hey. good. All right, so um, I guess starting with you, Spirit, what were your overall thoughts on the uh, movie? Well, um, I thought it was kind of a step up from previous ones. Like, it's not the best movie you've ever seen, and I didn't really expect it to be that, but it was definitely uh, a cut above the the previous trilogy. All right, and Exo? Uh, I didn't think it was as good as Mask of Light, which that and Legends of Metronome was probably the best one, but the story was a little weird. Like, way too simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your uh, thoughts on that spirit? Well, I, I think I had the opposite problem. Like, I found some parts of the earlier movies were just... Like, I, I just didn't get it the first time through. And, like, I had to hear, like, random explanations. Like, this is finally the first movie that I've seen that I kind of didn't finish watching by saying, huh? Like, in, in Mask of Light, there's, like, the whole thing at the end where they, first of all, bring Takanuva back to life, and they, quote-unquote, awaken Matanui which doesn't happen for, like, five more years. <laughs> um, in Legends of Metronui, other confusing stuff, like um, how Makuta appears out of nowhere, how um, how Jala's mask transforms at the end, how there's double eclipses, stuff with, like, him drawing energy from the power plant. Like, none of that's really explained. Right, like, so, I had to... so those were kind of, I guess... I wouldn't even say geared towards the hardcore story fans because I'd consider, you know, you guys a bit more into the story than others. But so they they require a lot of dedication to watch it a couple times, whereas this one gets the point across, um, you know, a lot lower barrier to entry than the other ones. Yeah, I think so, which is also pretty good because I think that's what they're trying to do is they, like, refresh the line with uh, this new movie, this new location, is mm-hmm. that that's the kind of thing they want to do. Right. Well, I think coming into the story at a later date, like I did, um, made the three previous movies seem a lot easier to understand than uh, maybe somebody who's watching them from the beginning of the story onward. Yeah, because that was me, and like only until afterwards, like I saw like explanations from Greg, like saying, "Oh, well, when this happened, this is what was happening." Mm -hmm. Like only then did it make sense. But, like, at the time, as I was, like, 13, 14, 15, I had no idea what was going on. Right, so this one seems to avoid that, which is definitely a good thing. Oh, yeah. So hopefully yeah. They'll, they'll keep on doing that for this supposed next movie that's coming along. So what were your thoughts on the uh, the animation of the movie? Uh, start with yeah, step up. Oh. What? Start with you, Exo. Uh, definitely a step up. Mm-hmm. Like... They really paid attention to detail. They're, it's all really gritty and realistic. Well, set realism. 
Except for those little turning uh, axles. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's a little creative license. I've, based on what I've seen, it looked uh, definitely much better than the previous movies. What are you, Spirit? Um, yeah, I have to agree. Like, the, the little details, and then if you... I know, like, I, I've seen the, the three previous movies lots of times over, and, like, if you watch, like, background characters, you'll see that some of their actions are just, like, really mechanical and just low-quality animation. And, like, in the... Or what is it? Like, three, four years since movies animation has just come along in that where you can have like more realistic movements more realistic textures mm -hmm. like when i saw like some of the earlier pictures it looked like stuff right out of uh bionicle heroes like just because they make it more realistic with like the scratches yeah. on their armor and the dirt it really impressed me right yeah the textures look very good oh definitely but the problem comes when it's way too much like the set like has strange proportions the arms reach down to the toes and um yeah well, everything seems like it's a bunch of toys fighting each other which it is yeah you know it's and at the end of the day it's more or less an advertisement for the sets but uh i agree there's probably some things they could have uh taken some liberties on perhaps you know not not, not as many gaps in the sets that we have you know things like that um but moving along the uh, next thing I guess we'll go into is the voice acting. So, Spirit, what were your thoughts on the uh, quality of that? Um, I was actually really impressed. Like, the previous movies, they did have some good ones. Like, um, oh, what's his name? Scott McNeil, who does the voice of Tahu, was, did a really good job. And he was pretty much, like, the only one. Like, I guess, like, Vakama, Makuta, they had really good voices. But for everyone else, it was kind of, like, so-so uh, voice acting and like for some of them it'd just be the same guy doing the same voice like I think um, the guy who does Onawa also does Matao well, that's probably wrong but like a lot of the voices are done by the same person mm -hmm. and there's only so much you can do with that in this one everyone has their own voice you have professional people like uh, Michael Dorn and Jim Cummings doing uh, Matanui and Akar respect respectively and they do fantastic jobs alright Exo. I think uh, the one with the best voice acting was the the traitor. How his voice he changes from the kind of the nice guy voice, and then it gets darker and grittier. And definitely Matanui. Um That should appeal to the Star Trek fans out there. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's good to hear. I guess um, you know that's a good step up from previous movies and. So, as far as um, the story goes, I don't know if you guys want to go into any spoilers, but we'll give some people a warning. Uh, if you're going to keep listening, there may very well be spoilers for the movie here. So, uh, be forewarned, and you might want to fast forward through. So, um, Spirit, what did you think of this story overall? Um, I thought it was pretty easy to understand, like I said before. Like, um, it also does kind of... I guess break from the the rut that uh, the story had been in before with the previous movies, where there's six heroes and they have trouble getting along, and in the end they get along and everything's happy at the end of the day. And this is different. You've got like the lone hero who uh, meets friends along the way and he tries to uh, kind of change a society and unite them against an army. And there aren't really any armies in the previous movies, and it's like just different elements of the story that I like. It keeps it fresh. What are you, Exo? A lot more mystery in this one, like uh, the uh, Kina's cave with uh, all the writings on the wall. Somebody sh needs to translate that. And, well, um, 
I, I've read it, and it's nothing special. All it says is, like, Lego, Bionicle. <laughs> <laughs> Some, you know, lazy animators with the texture there can get something original. But it's still, the, the fact that they put the effort in to at least put, you know, the writing on there in the Matanui font that we're all used to is a pretty nice attention to detail. Yeah. Um, it was a little simple, a little too simple. It, the only really major story element was the traitor, of course. Yeah, that, and, that would be my one complaint, that there just wasn't any big surprises in the movie. Yeah. Other than that. Now, from what I've heard, I thought, you know, kind of near the end... Now, would you say there's no big surprises because you already knew enough of the backstory going in compared to maybe someone who didn't know everything would might be more surprised? Well, like even in the movie itself, like there's like the only surprise is the identity of the traitor, mm-hmm. and like, like there's no secret information revealed. Like, um, I'm trying to think of the past movies, like um, Legends of Metronui. Yeah, like like how uh, Duma was really Makuta in disguise, and um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I I I'm I'm drawing a blank here, but like <laughs> I remember I remember when I saw it, I was like, yeah. Like, like, just as this was starting up, it was like, okay, I'm ready for all these exciting things to be revealed to me. And, like, there, there are even points where they're, like, in the secret underground cave, and, like, oh, my goodness, they're going to reveal everything. They reveal absolutely nothing. I was so yeah, disappointed. It really seemed like a build-up for the second movie. Like, Yeah, I'm excited, like, just to find out yeah. what's going on with that. Right. We'll have to see where 2010 takes us, but that's, uh, you know, for another day. So you've been talking about the... Um, other movies here and there uh so overall you guys like this one better you'd say or worse or what uh exo better than web of shadows worse than legends of metronui and mask of light mm-hmm. mostly because web of shadows you had the vakama who was really an annoying character and Matau just ruining it what about you spirit well, they all have different elements that uh, save them. I think, like, I don't know, I'm really bad with this, because, like, usually right after I've seen a movie, it's, like, my favorite one ever. <laughs> so right now, this is the best, but, like, as I'll think back later, it might change my mind. But, like, uh, in terms of story, I do like it simpler. Um, the characters, I don't know if I like them as much as in previous movies, but I do like improved animation, improved voice acting. So in terms of that, I'm pretty certain that this is the better movie. Um, still on the fences in terms of story. Mm-hmm. Now, um, you know, comparing it to maybe some other animated movies, obviously, you know, the animation is not going to touch like Pixar, but just in general, uh, what are your thoughts as far as how it stacks up? I'll uh, start with Exo. Uh, well, if you go into it expecting a Pixar quality movie or a DreamWorks quality movie, you will be disappointed because. This, some of the environments and all that um, but for a direct-to-video animated movie it's uh, definitely very good and what about you Spirit? yeah I can say I've seen a lot worse movies than this but also a lot better like it it does hold its own against um, I've seen some pretty bad animated movies that like were aired on TV mm-hmm. and like this like it's not a bad movie it's just not like it's not it's Disney not quality not Pixar quality like it's not the best but it's still pretty good for what it is so yeah, considering I'm sure the budget they had to work with, you think they did a pretty good job with uh, making the most of it? Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thanks for joining me today, guys, and talking about the movie. 
and uh, hopefully we can have you back on in some future shows talking about some other stuff. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, definitely. All right, joining me now is Smeagol4, and we're going to talk about some of the uh, upcoming 2010 Bonacle sets. How's it going? It's going pretty well, Fearless Leader. All right, so uh, I assume you've got to take a look at them. Uh, for those of you who haven't seen them, since some of the pictures seem to have disappeared, there are six sets we've seen so far. Uh, the first one is the original Tahu, not to be confused with Tahu Nuva or Tahu Nuva. This is the original with the, uh, I guess, Tahu Mata, as he's normally called. Then we have Takanuva, uh, Gresh, Skrull, those last two being from 2009, and uh, two other sets called generically Piraka and Rakshi. So um, the Piraka is yellow, and, or sorry, the Rakshi is yellow, and the Piraka is blue, which are some interesting color choices. Uh, so what are your thoughts on these sets, Smeeg? Well, to be completely honest, I have a lot of mixed thoughts. Um, insofar as construction goes, I mean, they're not all that impressive, actually, I'm sorry to say. Um, and while the wave of nostalgia that floods me upon seeing Tahu and Rakshi is, is overwhelming, um, and they're basically just built the same as the Matoran we've been getting the past few years, which isn't all that impressive. It's just kind of limbs plugged into a torso, I'm sorry. But I'm, I'm glad to see them buffing them up a bit with some armor. Yeah, they do have the new armor pieces, which uh, do kind of set, set them apart from the Matoran or Aguri sets. And their weapons or tools or whatever generally seem to be a bit more advanced as well. They have more pieces or they're larger. Yeah, and I think the pieces argument is, is probably one of the strongest points of these uh, sets by the appearances that we've seen so far. They've got a lot of things in new colors, the yellow Rakshi pieces. I'm, I confess I'm drooling over those. Um, Kopaka's sword in black. The, I mean, this, this, these will be great parts resources, even if they don't turn out to be very good sets. Yeah, speaking of the parts, uh, there's also each set, it seems, comes with a gold piece that uh, I guess when you collect them all, you can turn Tahu into a golden Toa. So uh, for people looking for more gold parts, especially since the, this past year's Metanui sets were kind of lacking in that department, this <laughs> is a, an interesting uh, way to get some of those. Yeah. I wonder what specific gold they're going to use. Um, I assume probably the newest shade, or do you think they're going to try to whip out another one again? <laughs> um, people have told me that it's the, um, yeah, the most recent one. Uh, I think Brutaka gold is what they're calling it. That's a pretty good shade. Uh, yeah, so I, I don't remember offhand. That means we'll finally get a gold how that actually looks gold. Yeah, unlike, yeah, unlike the yeah, one from <laughs> yeah. 2002 or whatever. Yeah. Um, Alright, so yeah, that's the... As far as the pieces go, uh, like you said, they're fairly interesting and they're going to probably get a lot of people to uh, take a look at these sets. Yeah. Um, like the construction's fairly basic, but again, these, from what we've seen, are only going to be seven ninety nine, so <laughs> only a dollar more than the Agori last year. Uh, you get a slightly bigger set with more pieces, and uh, it's a fancier container. It looks like as well, based on the pictures we've seen. Yeah, of course, it's also a little depressing, especially for those of us who have been around since the beginning to see at seven ninety nine. That's uh, that's more than the original total cost, and we're 
getting Tahu for as at a small, slightly smaller scale for more money, and especially like with the Rakshi and some of the more recent sets released at a smaller scale for this kind of money, I I do confess that that makes me roll my eyes a little bit. Hooray <laughs> for inflation! But yeah, I don't think there's anything you can uh, really do about that. What you gonna do? Yeah. Um. So then, yeah, I guess. As far as the sets go, I want to go through one by one, maybe pick out a few things about each. You already mentioned the uh, yellow Rakshi. I think yeah. a lot of people are going to like the yellow on that. Anything else you yeah. want to add? Well, the yellow Rakshi is certainly, by far and away, I think the most uh, innovative, if, if I may deign to use that word in reference to these sets, um, uh, that's been released so far. Obviously, we haven't had any of these Rakshi sorts of pieces released in yellow or any of the other pieces. The feet, uh, the hands, I don't believe, have been released in that color. Um, and it's also an entirely new breed of Rakshi that we haven't seen released in set form before. Uh, I don't, I don't know which one this is specifically. Not being a storyline expert, but I'm sure this will excite a lot of fans. Mm-hmm. Um, what I find especially curious about it, though, is that uh, the uh, head and spine and all all of those good things appear to be all one piece. Yeah, that's what it does look like, and uh, they seem to be kind of that flexible plastic that we saw on the uh, Piraka spines. Yeah. I'm sure that's probably just a uh, money-saving move. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I don't know, who knows how it'll turn. Do you know, I mean, I haven't seen any evidence of a Krana being, uh, Krata being included. Uh, no idea on that. But, uh, I'd guess not. Yeah, I would assume not, but it would be a nice touch if they did. I notice they still have the orange hip joint eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're one of the... Although... Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I, I did notice that Tahu's eyes were changed. Uh, yeah, from some of the, and same with Takanuva, he has uh, the lime green-ish eyes now. Do you suppose that's a money-saving uh Oh, well, thing? they're using the headpiece, a pre-existing headpiece, so if they don't have to mold it in a new color, that's probably yeah. the cost savings right there, but yeah. It would have been a nice touch, though. So I guess moving on to the Piraka next, because we're talking about the flexible pieces. Uh, I guess, I believe this one is technically Vezak. Yeah, the blue Vezak, yeah. whatever, from yeah. 2005 that we saw. Although I guess he could be another Piraka, you know, just of the same color. Yeah, because they were supposed to be a species, not right. just six of them. Yeah, not um, one-offs. He's the one that we've seen the least of uh, from this set of six. He only had one photo that I've seen so far. Um I mean, it seems pretty standard for what these guys are. Um, he looks like what he was previously, honestly. Yeah, just a smaller scale. And uh, I I believe the head that they're using is a new one. Yeah, uh, it looks, you know, similar to the spine from 2005, but again, smaller scale. Yeah. Um, he really just looks, to me, pretty much exactly like, like the Matoran that have been released the past few years, or whatever they're calling them these days. <laughs> Yeah, well, they they were all pretty much the same style build, you know, the one-piece torso, one-piece arms and legs, and except now they have some armor on there as well. Yeah, I I can't make out what the armor piece on the Piraka is, um, but I notice all the others seem to have uh, different pieces in general. Yeah, which is a good thing, some good variety there. So I guess moving on next to the uh, Skrull set, um, he has that nice black Kopaka sword. Yeah, I was going to say, that's that's the big attraction of this one to me. <laughs> yeah, otherwise, um, most of the pieces don't look new 
really, except maybe the, the feet. The, some nice lime parts, which are interesting considering the original one was red. Yeah. So some nice variety there. And uh, the arms look like they're two-toned, which is fun. Yeah, I did see them in some of the pictures as well. Yeah, so um, I don't really know anything storyline-wise about this one, but set looks pretty standard, but okay. Yeah, then we have Gresh from this past, or I guess this current year of sets. Um, His mask actually changed. looks like it's more of a single tone instead of the two-tone that was in the actual set this year. Which is but it's interesting. the same mold, right? Yeah, it looks like the same mold, just uh, one color instead of two. Yeah, so that's nice to get. Uh, even though it's the same piece, we're getting it in a different color, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, he looks pretty nice aesthetically. Um, I like the uh, the two different greens on him. I think meshed together really well. It was some pretty good color layering on that one. Yeah, so again, he looks, you know, he's fairly close. The, he has the nice... Um, Swords that can kind of become a shield uh, if you put them both on one hand. Uh, other than that, there's not much, I think, to say about him. So moving on to one, the ones that are going to, I think, get the most attention, uh, we have Takanuva. Yeah. Who, curiously, according to the packages, seems to uh, be marketed as a toe of ice in this, in this go-around. <laughs> um, yeah, he's all pretty much all white this time with some silver accents. Gone is the uh, gold mask of life, and we have a silver one in its place. I'm guessing he's meant to represent uh, his tainted form from the past couple of years. Possibly, you know, that that remains to be seen. Yeah. Um, he doesn't look like he has as many new pieces as the other ones. He has the shoulder armor that looks reused, as well as the uh, swords. Yeah. Um, in fact, I don't think there are any new pieces. Uh, some of these might be in new colors, but I'm not noticing any straight off. So, You mean in um, general or just on Takanuva? On Takanuva, I mean. Um, I think the chest armor is, the, is a new piece. Well, yeah, but I, I mean the previous release piece. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. So. All right. Yeah. Oh, you have yeah I was just going to say, he looks like the bo- most boring of the bunch to me. Yeah, although I think for the nostalgia factor, people will still be interested. Oh, yeah. And then finally we have uh, Tahu, uh, who, which will I, be the fourth version of this set, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but nothing wrong with that. No, Everybody no. Uh, the mask looks like it's remolded to have a, a plush rod instead of the little Right, stub. because it's attaching to the uh, the newer head that can only really use the plush rod masks. Yeah, which is cool, though, because that'll open up greater usability in mocks and whatnot. Definitely. Um... We have the nice color scheme back that uh, yeah. the last edition of Tahu did not have. So we have the nice red and orange finally. And it's cool to see Tahu with hands, you know. We, yeah, we, uh, that's something you know people always talked about back in 2001, 2002, and now we finally kind of get to see that. Yeah, I'd really love to see the rest of the original Toho released, uh, re-released in this manner. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna cry if there is no Pohatu. <laughs> he does have a new sword, which is. It looks larger than his original sword, yet the set overall is smaller, which I thought was interesting. <laughs> yeah, that was curious. I guess you could, since Tahu's sword is sort of uh, comprised of flame, uh, you could say that this is sort of a powered-up version of the original one, which, uh, and that's how I would envision it. I noticed mm-hmm. that he's now got a cap on the uh, on the pommel. Of yeah, the sword. That, was, that was an interesting little addition. It does kind of look out of place because it's silver, Yeah, unlike the rest of the set. 
But yeah, um, I probably would have gone with orange if I had been. Yeah. So as far as the sets overall, they seem to be part of a line called Bionicle Stars, which uh, the assumption is kind of that this is an all-stars lineup of a bunch of characters. So what are your thoughts on that? I actually really like the concept of, uh, of having a sort of all-stars line. I would have been totally okay with having this done in previous years, in fact. Um, you know, obviously, a lot of the sets released throughout the years, and every single year, have had a number of flaws. And, uh, and I think uh, re-releasing them and redesigning and trying to update them and improve older sets um, to more modern standards is a great idea. I'm not entirely pleased with how these ones have been executed. I mean... We've got Tahu here with, what, the same amount of posability he had in 2001. The set really isn't improved at all. Um, and he's smaller and costs more. But, uh, uh, but I would love to see this line continue and see more sets, and maybe in, in different price points released under the banner. I think I mentioned in the original Talkback thread when uh, these sets were first discovered uh, that I would really, really love to see the Muaka from 2001 released... Um, you know, at a large price point uh, mm -hmm. under this line and have him actually look like a tiger this time, uh, that would be really cool, in my opinion. Right, yeah, they would, you know, as Bonacle has gone these days, we've kind of started, we've, well, not started to lose, we've pretty much completely lost um, a lot of the technic aspect. So make a Muwaka or a Kainra that just focus on the character or the creature as opposed to having the playability factor that we did in 2001. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, so I think it's going to be interesting to see how they tie in this into the storyline. Um, as you know, far as I'm aware, 2009 is wrapping up, and it doesn't seem to be hinting at anything, any way to get these characters together. So 2010 seems like it's going to be a bit of a uh, big shift. Yeah, if these are actually storyline-based sets. Yeah, and that's exactly what I was thinking. Is we've got these 2009 guys alongside these guys from years previous, all the way back to 2001. If this actually, and Kelly has been very cryptic in discussing how these guys tie into a potential storyline, he has neither really confirmed nor denied whether they will be showing up in the story. Um, but the tone that I got from his post is that they just might, which I'm very curious as to see how that shows up. Which is interesting, you know, they've kind of sucked you back into the story a little there, as someone who doesn't normally I know, right? <laughs> oh man, I'm going to lose my uh, my crusty old curmudgeon streak. <laughs> See, they should have brought the old sets, or the old characters back sooner. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, and again, you know, you and I are more in the minority as far as that goes, so. One thing I want to see is um, if, whether or not they... Uh, tie into the storyline at all um i'm wondering what the purpose of the golden tahu is I, I mean is that supposed to represent you know post uh defeat of makutunya when they all joined at the kinenui and got the golden mask and stuff or if they are featured in the storyline is this something else like a powered up tahu or something I'm, I'm yeah that's, that's another thing we'll have to wait and see i guess uh, a lot of questions to be answered but it's still you know almost only october so that's still plenty of time until 2010 even gets here. So I don't expect any of these questions to really truly be answered until maybe, you know, late November, early December, if not later. By then, we'll probably start getting them in our hands and, uh, and see how these sets are in person. Yeah, uh, hopefully. I'm sure a lot of people are looking forward to that. All um, right.
I, I was just gonna say, do you is there any word on what the specific release date of these is going to be, or? Uh, um, usually. Not that I've heard officially, but you know we haven't heard anything officially. I'd guess you know these are going to be our normal winter 2010 sets, which means we'll see them sometime in December. Yeah. All right. All right. So uh, yeah, thanks for joining me here, Smeeg, and talking about these guys. Uh, some interesting, interesting stuff. Gives us things to look forward to. Yeah. So now we're going to have a little feature here called BZ Power Q&A, where some of you were uh, kind enough to send in some questions or comments to us uh, about BZ Power and various aspects of the site, and we're going to answer them. So first up is BZ Power member Eco. Hey, this is Eco, and uh, I was wondering, down at the bottom of BZ Power, there's a bunch of flags listing where everyone's logging on from, and uh, there's one flag called Search Engine Bots, and I was wondering, one, what the symbol on it is, looks kind of like a spider or something, and uh, two, what exactly Search Engine Bots are. That's a uh, good question, Eco. So, first off, the symbol is actually a spider. Um, Back in the early days of the internet, and I guess even today somewhat, uh, sometimes searching the internet is referred to as web crawling, so it kind of has a spider connotation there. As far as what a search engine bot is, uh, every time you go to Google or your personal favorite search engine and do a search for BZ Power, you get a whole bunch of uh, results that you know have topics and posts and uh, cached information from our site. So how does that information get on there? These search engines have programs that uh, just kind of crawl the internet, again using that term, to uh, figure out what's out there so they can put in their search results. Pretty simple. Next up we have a couple questions from RP. Well I think PCP should have a law against people with funny Sounding names! RP, I think if we did that, we'd uh, have to pretty much ban everyone on the site. Uh, most of the names are pretty silly. In fact, I saw one member recently whose name was the Shawshank Redemption. Don't know what that's about. Yeah, so I just think it would be, like, totally awesome to have BZ Power action figures. Like, I would pay serious dollars for a Black Six action figure. Like, you give him a band hammer and then maybe, like, a really cool cape or whatever. And, you know, pattern after his avatar, obviously, because that metal jaw thing is sort of cool. And, you know, just a Black Six action figure would be really cool. And so would action figures of the other dudes. I mean, like, um, um, you know, like Janus, you know, obviously. And, uh, well, Darth Vader's probably already been done, so I don't know. But, you know, action figures, that's where it's at, okay? So, yeah, action figures would be cool, all right? Cool, thanks, yeah. I don't know why, but I kind of like the idea of a uh, Black Six action figure, too. Um, you, you never know. I'll pass along to our uh, product marketing department, right, and um, see what they think. You know, maybe if there's enough interest out there, we could uh, come up with our own line of action figures or construction theme toy things, but, you know, not pattering it after anything else we already know and love. Joining me now is Van Matorn of Anger for this month's How to BZP. So as many of you uh, know, the new movie, Bonacle of Legend Reborn, was released in the U.S. a little over two weeks ago. And now we're at the point that uh, we can talk about 
what happened in that movie using spoiler tags. So Ben's going to tell us a little bit about what those are and how to use them. Yeah, I mean, don't have too much to talk about this time around, but basically a spoiler tag, you know, it's pretty much like any other tag on the form. You just, you know, you have your little brackets, and inside the brackets you put, I think it's spoiler. Yep. And then you put that in there, and when you post it, obviously you have to close the tag as well. And when you post it, it'll show up a little line on your post that says, uh, click here to show spoilers. <clears throat> and after you click that, it'll open up, you know, whatever you put into that tag and put show that in the post, and they can click it again to close it. Though I don't know why you'd do that, but... And there's a couple other guidelines with them. Obviously, we don't want you putting things that aren't really spoilers in it. That doesn't accomplish much. <laughs> And it's just kind of annoying because then people think your post is full of spoilers when it really isn't. And it's an annoyance to us when we're moderating to check and make sure things are okay in the post. You know, we don't want to be constantly clicking spoiler tags open. Right. And another thing I have know we've come across in the past is people who will put spoiler tags within spoiler tags and make it a go a few times. That's not cool either, guys. It's just, you know, a bit of a pain... And you'll need to do it once. I mean, it shows pretty clearly that this is a spoiler, so people are only going to click it if they want to see what's in there. Yeah, and also you don't really... Uh, unless, you know, don't hide long lines in your signature is what I'm saying. You know, we'll figure it out. We're not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> We're always watching you. No, just kidding. But yeah, so definitely, uh, if you want to talk about The Legend Reborn, make sure you use spoiler tags for, I believe, about the next two weeks. Um, two weeks from September 29th, so that's yesterday as the t at the time of recording. So for two weeks, and then at that point, you'll be able to just kind of talk about them uh, whenever, wherever you want. But for now, you got to use the tags. All right, then, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Thanks, everyone, for listening in. Hope you enjoyed the show. Um, hope you all come back uh, next month to listen to the next episode. We're still working on getting the, the uh, links up on the front page, but they will be there eventually. So keep your eyes peeled for those. And uh, until then, enjoy BZ Power. <laughs>